Christmas and thank you for your steadfast dedication to our Lord Jesus Christ. In this celebration of our Lord's birth, Pastor Lau and Pastor Da would like to welcome you to the following Christmas message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's teaching that will change your life with love, joy, and peace in Jesus. And now, Pastor Lau. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the Word of God. So if you want to really have more faith, you need to hear the Word of God all the time. Don't waste your time. Just get into the Word, listen to different things, even the same simple sermon. Sometimes the sermon is so simple to you, but you know there is depth of revelation and understanding and faith. Maybe the same sermon. Maybe God say, I love you, I love you, I love you 5,000 times. You may say, oh yeah, I know God loves me. But if you listen 5,000 times, the time of 5,000, you may get something different from the first two times. Because that's how God works with us, by hearing. And while we are hearing the Spirit of God say, something happened inside our spirit. And that's how I grow. I grow by hearing of the Word of God a lot. And God speaks to me. God show me things and deeper, more revelation from the Holy Spirit. So be diligent in hearing the Word of God. We have technology today. Can you imagine God give us a small Nino iPod? God bring out so many technology today that we can hear the Word of God anywhere in the world, even in the airplane. So we should take advantage of that. Amen? I decided to finish the sermon from Friday night. I did not finish the sermon because I had only 15 minutes to preach. So I'd like to continue about the Magi or the wise men. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for the opportunity to hear your word. Oh, Lord, may your Holy Spirit speak to the heart of your people. It's not Pastor Lao speaking, but you speak to them, Father. And may your word Bring revelation and understanding and faith. Lord, your Holy Spirit can speak to them more than me, even though the voice comes from my mouth. But your Spirit will speak to their heart even deeper, even more understanding than what man can say. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I notice that Christmas is one of the biggest events in America. I have been in the U.S. for more than 20 years now, and I noticed one thing, right the day, right after Thanksgiving, when I walk into the OR, operating room, OR means operating room, and started to perform surgery, I would begin to hear Christmas music right after Thanksgiving. And this happened every single year. And the music go on and on and on for the whole month until December 25, 26, around that time. So it's interesting because I came from Buddhist country. This is not practicing in Thailand. We rarely hear any Christmas song in Thailand. But in America, the whole one month, every time you turn on the radio, you hear Jingle Bell, you hear uh, Holy Night, and all these uh, songs that you can hear all day, all night. 
It's so amazing. And not only that, during Christmas, the traffic is jammed around the shopping mall. I live close to Bellevue Mall, and in the evening time when I go home, I notice that the whole Northeast 8 road is packed because everyone was going to buy gifts for their loved ones and their friends. During the Christmas time, the mall was packed. But can you imagine how many millions of people buy things from the internet? If everybody go to the mall to buy stuff, buy gifts, I think no parking for sure. Because right now people can buy stuff from the internet and still packed. Christmas is a time of giving gift. We think about what I'm going to give to my niece, my nephew, my friend. And I have a big family here. So I have huge family in a church. And Pastor Dai and I do not think only about our blood relative, but we think about friends in the church who are faithful, who serve for a long time, been with us up and down, day and night, crying time, laughing time. They are my family. So the list of the gift in this church for my family is getting bigger every year to buy something for people because we have a big family. It's a time of giving gift. And today i like to talk about the gift of Christmas. And many People in America don't fully understand about the gift of Christmas. The only thing they know is Christmas songs and spending millions or billions of dollars at the shopping mall or through the internet to buy gifts for one another. But what is the real gift of Christmas? What is the real gift of Christmas? And that gift was pursued by the wise men or the Magi who were seeking for the truth. And they were asking, they were observing the star, and they were trying to find that gift from heaven. And we listened to the sermon on Friday night that God gave them a star, a supernatural star, to lead them to that gift from heaven. The true Christmas gift was initiated by the Heavenly Father. The good God. God initiated the gift of Christmas. That's why Christians practice giving gifts to one another during Christmas time. And this gift is not just a regular baby. He is a supernatural baby born of a virgin. He was not just a normal human being because he was God. Because of his birth, the history was split into A.D. and B.C. Who is this gift? This gift is not a material thing. This gift is not just a nice car with a bow and ribbon on the car that you saw in the show in the TV or buy your wife a nice gift, a car or something like that. It's not a material, but it's a person. And that gift is the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Every year when we celebrate Christmas, we are thanking God for the gift of Christmas. Capital G-I-F-T. His name is Jesus. Why did God have to give us this gift in a person? Jesus came into the world. His God came into the world as a human being. Why did 
God has to do that. In fact, if you look at the nature, I love nature. I love to snorkel and look at all the beautiful fish in the Pacific Ocean. I love snorkeling. I love to see trees. Every time I went to Hawaii, uh, many times, not every time, many times I would go to the botanical garden and look at all the beautiful flowers. When you look at the nature, you can see God in it. You agree with me? When you look at the beautiful flowers and mountains and trees and jungles and all animals, beautiful animals, you can see that God is so powerful. Every time I open the skull or somebody and look at the brain, wow, God is so powerful that He could make neurons and dendrites and oligodendroglia and all these cells and connect to each other with axons and different parts of the brain. One part of the brain controls speech. Another part control memory. Another part control coordination of the arm. And if you destroy that part, you will lose the coordination. It's amazing when you look at the creation, at the nature, that God is so powerful. And not only that, when you look at the nature, you know God is creative. He is so creative. Every time I look at Pastor Da's face, God, you're so creative. You make her nose perfect. You make her eyes perfect to make a man like me fall in love with her. I'm glad that you don't make Pastor Da like a robot. But you make woman beautiful. Just so creative. And not only that, God is, God loves variety. God loves variety. Look at Japanese people. They're different from Chinese. They look different from Korean people. But they're all beautiful. They're all handsome. They're all good. God loves variety. So when you look at the nature, you see God's power. You see God's creativity. And you see that God loves variety. But why did God send Jesus? Because He wants to show Himself in another way. When you see Jesus, you see that God is loving. God is love. The Bible says that when Jesus looked at the crowd, and they are like sheep without shepherd, the Bible says Jesus had compassion on them. Jesus cried. Jesus revealed God as a loving God that you cannot see when you look at the fish while you're snorkeling. But when you look at Jesus, you see the love of God. When you see Jesus, the baby Jesus, you know that God is so personal. When Zacchaeus say, you are the Messiah, God say, come down, I want to have dinner with you at your house. He is a personal God. He is not God somewhere on the shelf that you cannot talk to. You can talk to Him and He can talk to you. Not only that, when you look at Jesus, you know that God is available. God is available. When Jairus came to Jesus, could you please help my family? Jesus said, yes, I go to your house. He is available. Anytime you face problem, anytime you need help, he said, I am Emmanuel. I am with you. 
I will be there for you. I will never forsake you. I will be there with you. I will be for you and help you. He is available. He's personal. He's loving. And not only that, before he left to heaven, he said that I have a job for you to do. You go and preach the gospel. And in my name, you shall cast out demons. You shall lay hand on the sick. And you shall perform signs and wonders. In other words, he said that I give you a purpose of life. Not only to work in the hospital as a doctor, as a nurse, or a teacher, but you have a spiritual purpose of your life that is to go, preach the gospel, and make disciples. And when you look at the baby Jesus, you are not afraid of God. Can you imagine? God who created the heavens and the earth was willing to come down into a womb of a woman. And not only that, he was born as a helpless, innocent baby in the hands of sinners, in the hands of imperfect people. And he was willing to be raised up by imperfect people in Palestine, in the land of Galilee. God is so humble. When you look at God, Look at Jesus. You see God as a loving God, personal God, available God, and a God who will give you purpose of life. Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 to 16. He, means Jesus, is the image of the invisible God. Another translation say, Christ is the exact likeness of the unseen God. The gift of Christmas is Jesus Christ. God gave Jesus to us so that we can see who God is. That's why, because, Jesus, because the Father in heaven initiated the gift of Christmas, billions of dollars were spent every single year for the Christmas time. The Bible says, God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son. He gave. Our God is a giving God. As we live in this country where we celebrate Christmas a lot and we buy gifts, we need to recognize the gift of Christmas. Can you imagine if you receive a gift from somebody, a gift of Christmas, and you open the box and you don't even know what is that? How can I use that? Actually, I received the gift a couple of weeks ago. Somebody gave me a box and I opened it up. What is this? I was confused, and it took me a long time to find out, oh, it's an MP3 machine. Because I never seen this kind of machine before. It took me a while to understand what it's all about. If you receive the gift and you don't even know what the gift is, it's not beneficial to you. Therefore, we need to recognize what the gift of Christmas God gave to us. The first gift of Christmas 2,000 years ago was the Son of the Living God. He gave us the gift. His name is Jesus Christ. And we don't only recognize that He is the Son of the Living God, He's the Savior, He's the Healer, He's the Miracle Worker. You notice when Jesus was walking on earth, He performed miracles and miracles and miracles. I want to encourage everyone in this room. Without miracles, Christianity is just a dead religion. 
you read from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, our God is a miracle-working God. I expect miracles in my life. And you should expect miracles in your life. And Jesus is a miracle worker. He fed 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. He walked on the water. He stopped the wind of your life. He can provide for you with even coin in the mouth of the fish. He can do anything supernaturally to help his children. The gift of Christmas is the miracle worker. I hope you like this gift and you want to get this gift. Amen? I like so many gifts this year that people give to me. Some of them even call me and ask me, what do you like? So I tell them, yes, this is what I like. So they buy whatever I like. That's why nowadays sometimes we give the gift card because we don't know. Oh, one person that has very uh, special anointing from the Holy Spirit know how to buy gift is Pastor Da. Pastor da is very gifted in buying gift. Every gift that she bought is exactly what people need. I don't know how she did it. I don't have that gift. I have a, someone else who knows how to, to use the credit card. That's okay. <laughs> but there is a gift. And we need to know the gift of Christmas is a savior, is a healer, is a peacemaker, he's a prince of peace, he's a miracle worker. He is everything that you need in your life. But it's not only to know and recognize the gift. We need to unwrap the gift. Yesterday, we unwrapped the gift under Christmas tree. It's very busy. I videotaped the whole thing. My grandchildren got a lot of gift. Big bag of clothes and some toy. Some car toy too. So they have the gift. We unwrapped the gift. The same thing. Many people in America have gone through years after years after years with the Christmas time of celebration, party and family gathering, go to church and go to Christmas Eve service years after years, but never unwrap the gift. Never even know what the gift is all about. Unfortunately, that's happened to a lot of people in the U.S. But they never recognize the gift that God gave to them and they never unwrap the gift. And that's why that gift never benefit them. I want to encourage all of you. God loves you so much and you need to recognize that gift. The first gift of Christmas 2,000 years ago, that was the child named Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, and when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It's interesting. You need to have imagination here. The wise men came into that stable. And then when they saw the baby, they did not worship the star. They did not worship Joseph. They did not worship Mary. They fell down to the ground. Some Bible say they knelt down. Some people say they prostrated down. They were on the ground worshipping the baby. These wise men 
worship the gift of God, and his name is Jesus. At that time, he was a baby, and not only that, they gave him three gifts. And if you study about these three gifts, you will recognize who the gift of God, the gift of Christmas is. The first gift is gold. What does gold mean? Gold is a very precious, expensive metal. How many people want to have some gold in your belonging in your house? I like to have some gold too. How many women in this room would like to have some gold bracelet and gold necklace? Ooh, a lot of people. I'm glad Pastor Dad did not raise her hand up, <laughs> so I don't have to worry about buying something for her. <laughs> but she may go home and say, "But I need diamond, though." <laughs> gold is very expensive and very precious metal. The most precious metal, gold. In the old days, is the gift that they give to the king. They gave gold to the king. So the first thing that the wise men want to show us is that Jesus, that baby of Christmas, is not just a regular normal baby. I believe that hundreds of babies were born that day, two thousand plus year ago, and all over the world. But this baby is so special because he's the king of all kings. He's the Lord of all lords, and I want to say that he must be the king of your life. Amen. If he is just your bus boy, if you're just flight attendant to feed you, to bring in some food to you when you are hungry, but he is not the king of your life, your Christian life will not work. He has to be the king. The second thing. The second gift was frankincense. Frankincense is an incense, very expensive incense, that they were made from the bark of some kind of tree in Arabia, and in the old day, they burn frankincense in the temple to worship God. So frankincense represent worshiping God, gold king, frankincense. God is Jesus, God or the Creator of your life. If you know that gift of Christmas, that He is God Himself, came into the world to be your God, your Christian life will never be the same. The next one, myrrh. What is myrrh? Myrrh is is the some kind of spice that they use to embalm a dead body. It's interesting. Why you give myrrh to a newborn baby? Just newborn, but you give a spice that is used for the dead people. So the this is prophetic. I think God worked in the heart of this wise man to prophetically say to us today, many thousand years ago, that Jesus is the King, Jesus is God, and three, He is the Savior. He would die. He came to die. Mer means death. He came to die on the cross to pay for our sin. So Jesus, the gift of Christmas, is not just a baby. He is the King. He is God, and He is the Savior of our life. 
Amen. If we can recognize that and receive this gift, our life will never be the same. I believe that God wants us to recognize the gift of Christmas. I wonder before today, what is in your mind? What are you searching for? Some of you may answer, "I'm searching for happiness of life." Some of you may say, "I'm searching for a wife. I want to get married badly. I'm starting to get old now. I'm 21. I feel old. I need to get married." Some of you may be searching for a husband. You say, "I'm starting to get old too. I'm 20 years old. I need to have a husband." Some of you may be searching for having a baby. You get married, but you have a hard time having a baby. Some of you may be searching for seeing your kids growing up doing well. Some of you may be searching for a nice house somewhere in Seattle. Some of you may be searching for a job, a good job, good pay job. Monday to Friday, no weekend, so you can come to church. And I want to let you know. That God created you not just to have those things. You can have all those things, but you can still feel empty until you have Him, that gift, on the inside of you. I experienced that. I have money. I have education. I have everything. But I was still empty on the inside of me until 1981, when I invited Jesus to come into my heart, and He became my God, my King, and my Savior. But the good news is, I want to encourage you. Yes, you can pursue. You can be searching like the wise men for something. You may be pursuing for money, for big house, for. Vacation home for a husband, for a wife, for many kids, for education, for whatever you are pursuing. But when you get those things, you will still feel empty. But thank God, if you have Jesus in you, eventually, all those things will come anyway, because He is the answer to everything in your life. He is a provider. He can provide you with. A husband. He is a provider. He can provide you with money and a good house. He is a healer. He can keep you in good health. He is a protector. He can protect your kids until they grow up. He is everything in that gift. He is everything that you need. If you have Jesus in you, and you really treat Him as your King, treat Him as your Savior, treat him as your God. All the rest will come, week by week, day by day. He will provide for you. You don't have to chase after those things anymore. You just become God chaser. You just become God seeker. You just act like a God searcher, and the rest will come as you follow Him. Amen. And I have proven that with my own life. Interesting. When the magi or the wise men met Jesus, they did not stay there. The Bible says that they left back 
Actually, you can say geographically they left back home to the east, but spiritually, I believe that they left change. They became changed men. Whoever met Jesus would be changed. Amen. If you met God, the King, the Savior, your life will never be the same. Some of you who are listening to this teaching right now may be believers. And I want to encourage you that even though you accepted Jesus Christ many years ago and you still follow God, God has a purpose for you. Live your life in such a way that He is the King of your life. He is your God. And find that purpose for your life. Maybe your purpose is to help somebody in the house of God. Maybe. Some people come in here as a single mom, no husband, work so hard, and you say, "My calling is to really help people who are in need like this." I'm gonna take their kids out to have fun with me, to go to shopping mall with me, to play tennis with me. Maybe some of you have the calling to reach out to Chinese-speaking people, and you say, "Day in and day out." I will do everything for the Chinese-speaking people to come to know Christ. I will translate, listen into Chinese. I will call them. I will email them. I will pray for them. That is your calling. God has a special purpose for you to do something for Him. If He is your God, if He is your King, you will come to Him as His servant and say, "God, tell me what I need to do. I will serve you, and I will do that to the best of my ability to get the job done." In this life, Amen. Find the purpose of God in your life, and be faithful. Keep doing that, Amen. Don't treat Jesus as only the gift, but treat Jesus as God, as Savior, and as the King of your life. Some of you who listen to this CD or MP3 may not be a believer yet. I want to encourage you to recognize that the gift of Christmas is the baby Jesus. The Son of the Living God, the Savior, He is ready to forgive your sin. He want to give you purpose and power to live this life, and He also want to guarantee eternal life after you leave this world. What's a good deal? Can you imagine if you buy a car and they say that, oh, you know, I have a good deal for you. The old car was bad. Now I give you a new car. Wonderful car. Not only that, I can guarantee this car will run forever, never end. You don't have to buy a new car, and the technology inside will keep changing automatically. You notice that in the past 12 years, the technology in the car has changed a lot. So I give you a new car that the technology will change automatically until, and you will you will have this car for eternity. Wow, that is the promise of God through Jesus Christ. You will have power and purpose of life, and you're gonna live for eternity. You can have a new, glorious body in heaven. No gray hair, no losing of the hair. You have beautiful hair up there. You never get old. You never get to see any doctor. No sickness. No tear. No disease. Gonna run forever by the King of all kings. Amen. And you're gonna have a great mansion in heaven as well. Wow, what a good deal! I like that deal. I rather take the gift of Christmas. 
But some of you have given your life many years ago, but you fall out. You don't follow Jesus anymore. Or maybe you still come to church every Sunday, but your passion, your love for Jesus, grow cold. You're not serving Him anymore. I want to encourage all of you who are in that category: pick up your faith again, run the marathon, run the race, and start to serve the King, the gift of Christmas. And I know that if you can do that, I can guarantee God will take care of your life. In this life, we either give our life to the devil or give our life into the hand of Jesus. If we are busy doing the work of Jesus, God will be busy taking care of our business. It's true. Amen. When you follow God, the Spirit of Jesus will guide you and lead you and tell you what to do. He will get you to the right place at the right time, meet the right people to bring income to you, to bring all the good things to you. He is the God, the Savior. He saved you from losing money. You see my point? So I want to encourage you: come back to God, come back home, and start serving Him. Two days ago, I gave counseling to a Christian. This Christian say, "I'm depressed. I'm depressed." Uh, this person is not in this room. Don't worry, not this congregation. And he say that, "Why don't you just be busy? You just continue to be busy with the work of the Lord and think positive. Listen to the sermon, CD, and everything, and be busy with the work of the Lord. Then you don't need to get depressed, and God will take care of your need anyway." And that's what happened to me. I never have time to get depressed. I never have time to think negative because I'm so busy doing the work of God. I always think about positive thing. And then what happened? God take care of me anyway financially. God take care of my family anyway. God will lead me day by day because as I'm busy talking to God, listening to God back and forth like this, while I'm so sensitive to the Holy Spirit, He at the same time talking to me what I need in my life. Amen. I want to encourage all of you to do that. Have you ever gone to a birthday party of a person? Maybe five, fifty people standing there in that birthday party, and then all the guests give gift to one another, but there is no gift for the birthday boy. Have you ever seen that in your life? That go to a birthday party, but there is no birthday gift for the birthday boy, but the guests give gift to one another. That's what happened in America right now. That people give gift to one another, but no one give gift to the birthday boy. You may say, "Oh, Jesus is God; He has everything." It's not true. He will not have your heart until you give your heart to Him. He will not have your time until you give your time to Him. He will not have your passion until you give your passion to Him. He will not have your talents until you give talents, your talents to him. He will not have your devotion, your adoration, your worship until you give those things to him. Christmas is a time of recommitment. That I want to give my gift to the baby Jesus Christ two thousand years ago. I want to give my life. 
I want to give my time. I want to give my talents and gift. I want to give my family, my car, my home to Jesus to be used by Him for the sake of His glory. Christmas is a good time to recommit your life to the King of our kings, to the God of our gods, and to your Savior. Give your life to Jesus. Recommit. You need to do that on a regular basis. And I even do that to my wife. Every single day, every single year, I would tell myself, I commit my life to Pastor Da. I'm not going to cheat her. I'm not going to look at other women. I want to commit my life to my wife. If you don't do that to yourself every single day, you may kind of slip away and start to commit adultery. The same thing with God. You need to wake up every morning and every Christmas time you say, God, I recommit my life to you. You can have anything in my life. This is the gift back to you. You give me first the gift of Christmas, Jesus. Now I give you the gift of my life. My time, my money, my house, my car, everything in my life will be for you. How many people want to give the gift to Jesus? How many people recognize now what is the gift of Christmas, Jesus Christ? How many people say that I received that gift, Jesus Christ? Amen. Why don't you follow my prayer? Father in heaven, I recognize the gift of Christmas. The Lord Jesus, my God, my King, and my Savior. Lord, I know that when I have Jesus inside me, everything else will come. And today, I want to give my gift to you, Jesus. My devotion, adoration, worship, my life, my heart, my talents, the gifts of the Spirit, my money, my home, my time, everything in my life. I want to live in this world for your purpose. Thank you, Lord, for initiating, giving the gift of Christmas. I pray, Father, that my loved ones will come to know you. Salvation will come to my household. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Friendly, I want to ask you. Last question: How many people really say, from today on? I will commit my life to serve God, to follow God, to serve in the local church. I will not treat Jesus as just decoration in my life anymore. I'm going to serve Him. I'm going to go to church. The Church of Jesus can count on me, can depend on me. I will be there on Sunday. I will be there in the care group. I will do whatever I can to serve the Lord. Raise your hand up. From today, I'm not just a pew warmer. I'm going to serve the Lord. I use my gift and my talent to serve the Lord. 
thank you lord jesus thank you lord jesus thank you lord jesus hallelujah father we thank you so much lord for this wonderful year for this wonderful time of christmas oh lord we believe that the next year to come year 2011 will be the greater year the year of fruitfulness the year of miracles the years of prosperity the years of victory the year that you will work even stronger in my life in our life in and through our life father bless your people father thank you lord in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen amen thank you lord jesus and i'm going to spend maybe 15 minutes to pray for people who want to be prayed for if you want to start the 2011 with the the power of the holy spirit i want to pray for you and ask you to uh, come with faith to receive the spirit of the living god amen i believe that this is not just a ritual i believe that the glory of the lord is here the lord jesus is standing here one sister in this church had a dream that when we start to pray for people the lord jesus show up here and he touch people and he say that i am the answer of your life come to me and ask me i will help you jesus is here to touch his people he's a personal god he's available amen he come in the spirit message has brought you joy and peace this Christmas season. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. And Merry Christmas.
the king.